Welcome to the best podcast on the planet in the moment. <sighs> okay. I'm excited, Katie. Okay. Why are you so excited? I'm excited. Last three weeks you came in here, you wasn't excited. I know. This is a special week. Okay, you know why I'm excited? Why? We have a special guest. She has made me live like a woman. <laughs> for two weeks. Two times. She has made me cry multiple times. <laughs> These are all facts, right, Katie? Yeah. yeah. You're not really selling me well. No, I'm selling you perfectly. <laughs> Trust me. Okay. She has taught me mostly what I know about radio. Thank you. And she has helped me be the first rapper ever to make a song about breastfeeding. She did that. Right? <laughs> yep. Wow, what a resume I got going on with you right now. I'm starting to wonder why the hell you even asked me to come on the podcast. Because <laughs> I was so excited <laughs> to get to talk to you. Welcome to In The Moment. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. Hey. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitch, or your money back. Shout out to all our regular listeners and our new listeners. Episode 156. Hey. Katie, we got a special guest in the building today. Woohoo! If you are a Bird Show listener, she certainly needs no introduction. Kristen Klingshirin is at Woo! In The Moment! I am here. I have arrived. And I didn't come empty-handed. No, of course oh, you didn't. No. <laughs> Why Absolutely would we not. ever have expected anything different? I walked in with my wings, yep. and I was like, did Bert bring food? No, he did not. Of course he didn't. No, he did not. He brought himself. Which, I mean, I guess is plenty, because, you know, it is Bert. Katie said that anytime Bert walks in here and puts his feet on the table, she knows that we are about to have a good podcast. That is true. Yeah. When he when That's the feet so come out, it's it is up. up. With the feet, with the shoes are off and yes. the feet are propped up, you know you're about to get deep. Super deep. Yes. And you said something that was uh, profound to me because he has a way. He does. Of bringing things out of you that you certainly had no desire to talk about. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. That's what makes him the consummate host that he is. And he's um, also such an incredible interviewer. So everything I've learned when it comes to interviewing celebrities or anybody in general, I've learned from him. And just how he is able to create, a, he can create a bond with somebody in such a short period of time to Absolutely. where they trust him enough to just like Build our guts. And then you walk away going, did, did I really just say oh, all the regards, these things? The <laughs> yes. regards you have after regards. you talk to that man. <laughs> Can't like... sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> right. I am excited to talk to you, KK. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Oh, I cannot wait. I you know. Got, I think, I mean, Katie got real excited, and I'm like. She's very excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super excited. She has wanted you on this podcast for so long, and I've always told Katie, I'm like, yo, we're going to make this happen. But when you became a mom, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, we in some trouble now. <laughs> No. Like, I don't know how we're going to get her on our schedule. I became a mom, and I need to get the fuck up out of my house. And, that's why I'm here. <laughs> and here we are. And now, and here we are. We've made it happen. <laughs> I feel happy about uh, something you just said, that you've, you've never done a podcast before. This is my first 
like podcast. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Burt Show. We have now because again, Burt being the the smart businessman that he is, even though he doesn't he doesn't tout that he knows anything about business. He saw that radio needed to diversify. Yes, he and did. And got us um, all of our segments on a podcast. And so you can easily digestible Burt show. All, all, so many plugs for the podcast right now. Um, but as far as like being a guest on somebody else's podcast, this is the first. Like I've done some interviews with interns before and recorded some stuff like that. But as far as like being on somebody's podcast. Truly pod. You're popping my podcast chair. Oh, it feels so <laughs> special. Oh, it feels so good. This is amazing. Don't tell my husband. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the listeners, you may not know, but like what you hear us do on a daily basis, um, radio and podcasting, very similar for a lot of different reasons. But one of the things that are fun when you uh, do quote unquote radio for a living is you get to let your hair down for a lack of a better expression when you're podcasting. So you might get... A bit of a different edge, I guess, or something a little extra out of somebody when you feel like you do podcasting as opposed to radio. I guess it would be like an, uh, a professional athlete playing in the NBA and in podcasting is somewhat like playing at the rec center. Uh-huh. When they really get to showcase what they got and have a little bit more fun. Like, does that make sense? It makes total sense. So I'm excited about this. Now, why we're I'm excited, the- but I'm also nervous. Why? You're nervous? Yes. Oh, she should be. As long as you've done this? Yes. Why? Are you kidding me? You're nervous, really? Yes. I would have never guessed that. No. Yeah. When why are you I- nervous? Because, one, I'm doing something I've never done before, so there's naturally going to be some nerves with that. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I love you. I love Katie. You make me feel very welcome and, and at home, and it has nothing to do with that. But... It's because of the freedom that podcast gives you. Uh, with the parameters of radio, I still go on the air every day with, with a little bit of nerves. Like, I'm going to say something, and it's going to go viral in the worst way, or I'm going to get my ass canceled. And so it, this is the same instance. To this day. To, oh, my God. Yeah, it's worse now than it was before. Really? Absolutely. Because before, um, now that our audience has expanded because of the podcast and I mean, shit can go viral in a hot second. And granted, it also burns out in a hot second. So typically you only have to deal with the pain of that for a brief period of time. But no, man. And with today's sensitivities, which I do appreciate, um, there's also that side of it where, man, you you say the wrong thing. It's going to go left. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. So... It's interesting. So, to my in the moment listeners who may not know who Kristen is, you you are on the Bird Show with me. And how long have you been doing radio? All in all, twenty years. Wow. This it, yeah, this year actually next month, April third marks twenty years. I've been doing radio. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm really proud of that. You should be. Thank you. <laughs> and, yes. Exactly. That's a huge accomplishment. Absolutely. Like, yeah, so, I've been doing it five, and I am done. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> so in every like you know. We've done some really cool things, and I've been a part of some really cool things. And I think to be a woman that has not only survived but thrived in this industry for 20 years, I wear that with a badge of honor. Like, I take a lot of pride in that. And that's something that I am not typically a person that's going to shout my accomplishments uh, from the rooftop. Thank you. Mm -hmm. But this one, it's like, no. I'm we're going we're going to we're going to celebrate this cuz this is this is kind of a big deal. That's awesome. And you know, I feel like sometimes we need that. Like because mm-hmm. you may not remember this per se. And I didn't even plan on going here first, but I actually I told Katie I took pride on this when uh when Bert came last week that the first time Bert came in here, 
I had like two pages of notes. I want to ask this question, this question. I wanted it to be perfect. I wanted to have the most amazing interview. And then this time I was like, nah, I just want to talk. Yeah. Like I want to do a no notes, like let's just kick it and it goes where it goes. And it's funny you bring that up because I believe a lot of times in a lot of different situations where someone is a veteran, they have a lot of experience, they don't necessarily want to show any sign of weakness or transparency to someone who is coming behind them because they want to come off as perfect. And I think sometimes parents do that, you know, Mm -hmm. with their children, and it'll make you feel really bad when you make mistakes. And I always appreciated the time that we were on the bus and you pulled me to the side and you said, I know this has been hard for you. And I remember my first year and it was hard for me too. Do you remember that? I do remember that. That was the first time you made me cry while I was drunk. Did you know that? (laughs) That was the first time. Are we just going to relive all the moments that made you cry? Yes, I don't just be running around here crying. (laughs) Katie, did you know about that story? No. Yeah. Um, Because your first year in radio... And, like, your first time on a morning show, and you're just not used to all these opinions mm. about you as a person and people making these rash judgments and just they hear one segment and they've decided who you are as a person. Yes. And it just, it, it, it's a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. And when I first started, social media wasn't as prevalent, but now it's like, as soon as somebody hears something and they want to tell you how they feel about it, it's in your face. And it's a it's a lot to take in. And you can say, like, I've definitely gotten a thicker skin over the years, but shit still hurts. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're human. Of mm-hmm. course, I'm, now the good news is I get over it a lot quicker. Um, somebody can make a comment and it'll sting for a second, but it's it, it doesn't linger like it used to and i don't ruminate like i used to and i i just think that comes with with age i've always wondered how are you able to be so peaceful like during all do the I comments s- do i seem peaceful oh absolutely really yes <laughs> absolutely yes katie was like yo we're going to talk to you and you're going to be shocked <laughs> Katie said, what are we going to talk to KK about? I was like, I'm going to ask her to teach me how to love. Because <laughs> how oh, does God. she do it so well? What am I going to do? And I'm like, she's so classy. Can we even say shit? All the time. I don't even want to curse when she's around. Like, I'm telling you. Oh, for fuck's sake. Get out of your system. <laughs> shit, fuck, damn. I'm like, All right, good. Now that we got that out of our system, (laughs) we're good to go. So peaceful, huh? Yes. Like peaceful when? Like are you talking about certain like instances or just in general? It seems like overall, right, you carry yourself with this class of things don't get to you. I feel like. You've, yes, expressed, Class especially on the show. Yes, mm-hmm. you've expressed on the show. I don't yes. think anybody has ever paid me that compliment. And it's, I am, like, they get beyond. To you. It is so true. Floored but it and is. grateful. Exactly. It's so true. Like, sometimes you can tell when things get to you, right? Yes. But it's the way you handle it. That is like, wow, that's another level of classy. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? I think I'm starting to pick up what you're putting down. So, I don't know where that originated, and this would get into, like, a deeper therapy sesh. That's what we do here. I know. Okay. And I'm bracing myself. I'm like, God, here we go. We're, we're traveling down this road. <laughs> I can feel it. It's literally, like, 
actually what it feels like is I'm swimming and there's a current that's grabbed me and it's starting to pull me this <laughs> way. Fighting it. And I can't. Fighting. <laughs> no, we going. We out of here. So I think because of my upbringing and my household, I have learned to deal with certain situations with that grace as far as um, when things happen and not flying off the handle because I know sometimes it's not, it's out of the other person's control. I know I'm being super vague here, but I'm trying to be respectful to somebody in my life. Mm. Um, so I've just, I've learned how to walk on eggshells in my life. And while that was difficult, I think that's helped me become a person who, if somebody is rude to me, if somebody cuts me off, if, you know, somebody has a violently opposing view to me, I can stop and take a step back and be like, I'm going to meet this person with kindness rather than with anger or resentment. So it's interesting because with that, you have already touched on two of the things that I personally wanted to talk to you about the most, which I think both of these things have probably played a big part into how you do compose yourself in these situations, which are one, I would love to know whatever you are willing to share about your upbringing, because I feel like Mm -hmm. you and I have never truly got to talk about that. And I'd love to know, like, truly what it's like being a woman in radio and how you have fought to get from where you started to where you are now, because I'm pretty sure both of those things played a major part in who you are today. Oh, absolutely, they did. Okay, where are the drinks? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Katie, you Wait, better get no, lit. No. <laughs> Let's do it. Hey, I still got to go home and be a mom, but I feel like, man, this would be so much easier with a cocktail in hand oh, right that, now. That, there's mine. You want this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let me go ahead and... Um, and I believe that, yes, everything, like what, what you just asked me has led me to be to the person I am, which is ever evolving. I am not the same KK I was five years ago. I am not the same KK I was 10 years ago. Mm. I am not the same KK when I started in radio 20 years ago. Thank God. And I want people to start normalizing. People can grow. People can evolve. Just because of something that you said 10 years ago or something you did 10 years ago. Now, granted, I'm speaking, when we're talking about things you said or did, there are some things that are just so egregious that will go on your permanent record. Right. Okay, so I'm taking the extremes out. And I think that's another issue with society. Everybody wants to go to the extreme. All right, so let's bring it back towards the middle a little bit. We all make mistakes. We all say stupid shit. We all say things we regret. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not talking about that egregious stuff. Right. I'm talking about like, common mistakes that you can say and that you can do and that you can forgive somebody and people can learn from those mistakes and also from education and be given new information and be like, oh, well, I used to think this, but now I know this or I've experienced this and now I think this way. And people don't have to sit there and point a wag a finger in your face being like, no, you said this and this is what you believe. And it's like, no, man, like that's what, yeah, I said that, but this is X, Y, Z, one, two, three has happened since then. And, mm. and now I'm in this place. So 
It's so hard to do radio today. I know. It really <laughs> honestly is. Even listening to you, like, the way you are delivering this is like, I hope this is an example of how you have to absolutely be so clear right? in everything you say. You, you feel like you have to finesse every single thing you say. Um, and so as far as with the... Um, with trying to come at people with kindness and empathy and compassion. And I know that's always that's not always the most entertaining mm. because radio, we want to jump to the dramatic. We want to jump to the um, to the to the extremes and you want that bold emotion. I think because I've done this so long and I think because I've done radio um, morning radio for 17 years now, um, I've heard so many stories and of all types of people, of all types of backgrounds, um, of all types of trauma. And I know also that there are two sides to every story. So when somebody comes to us and they're just completely shitting on another person, well, that other person has a perspective. Mm. And, and so I've always kept that on, in mind. And I think that's why I've been able to have a little more leniency I guess one could say when talking to listeners or talking to whomever and and trying to see both sides. Now, seeing both sides doesn't always make the best radio because then you get accused of being a fence sitter and you're neutral and, you know, but I wish that was I wish society was more like that and would just just take a beat and take a breath. You'll notice when I speak, I don't speak like really fluidly, I take beats and I take stops yep. because words have power and words have meaning and I'm very cognitive. No, cognitive? That's it. Okay. Um, I'm very aware of that. And so <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I actually just then have my husband in my head saying, and he's like, I don't think that word means what you think. No, he's in my head too. <laughs> Because you told me. Right, right, right. I've been thinking about All Bart a lot. When I, I say something, I go Google it because I'm like, Bart is going to be <laughs> on me. <laughs> yes. So I, I really want to be aware of what I'm saying because I, I want to be fair, but I also want to share my true opinion. I don't want to sugarcoat something, mm. even though that's may, that may sound like what it seems. But I do as a whole. I wish society would do a little more of that instead of just like, this is what you are, and that is it. No, we are onions. We are layered. Um, when somebody does something, and that's where I think it really stems from. And if I'm all over the place, I apologize. I'm not used to talking to This the is afternoon. a podcast. Okay. Welcome to party. <laughs> right. Yes, you are good. Go. So if somebody shares something, and it's, it's like not their proudest moment, right? Or they share something that, you know, something they've done, and... Typically, like, the common response would be, like, oh, my God. I wonder what happened to that person in their past mm. or what happened to them that led them to make that decision. Just that one second of thought can change everything about you actually understanding someone else's opinion. Right? It mm -hmm. just, and it does. It takes that beat. And I'm, I'm not perfect. I mean, I certainly encounter people when I've, I've, I've missed that step and I've forgotten to do that step. But if somebody comes at me or, you know, I really, because 99% of the time, it's got jack shit to do with you. Mm. It has everything to do with them and what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And we, of course, we all grow through shit. Now, with that said, I don't think just because you're going through shit, you should treat everybody like shit. Because that's not fair either. And mm -hmm. people need to get called out for that. 
But if this is a stranger that I'm encountering and they are just having one tizzy or something, I'm like, man, that person is going through something. And so instead of taking it personal, and that's, I think that's what's happened with the comments, Katie. And when people like, you know, people say hurtful or do hurtful things, I'm like, man, this is not about me. This is about them. That makes sense. And then uh, like something happened along the way that created this person that wanted to um, to leave this comment. Now, going to the extreme, I used to be, and this is now, that current has fucking taken me way over there. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, Let's go. An example of this, I used to be pro-capital punishment. Mm. I was like death penalty, like eye for an eye, death penalty, absolutely. Again, you evolve as a person, you learn new information, you change. I no longer stand by that. And I am vehemently against the death penalty because, and believe it or not, like you watch shows like I Am a Killer on Netflix and you see their story and their history and what happened in their life does not excuse their behavior. Mm-mm. What they did was wrong, but these are people with deep, deep traumas and it made me realize it's like, well, if you're going to be held accountable, well, then your dad should be held accountable for what he did to you. Mm. And, or, you know, your neighbor should be held accountable for what they did to you. Or, you know what I'm saying? So just having that perspective now, I've, I've just, I've, I've had that shift. And again, people want to go to the extreme. That's, you know, that's not everybody that I'm talking about here. And yeah, there are certain behaviors that should not be excused. You know, I don't care what you're going through but you know i feel like i'm contradicting myself now no but i hope you understand what i'm saying i do yeah and it's funny because (laughs) it's funny you say that because katie i don't even think you know this but this was like i used to think this was some sort of sickness of mine that i would watch like all of these crime docs yeah and i would watch this particular show called um how i got away with it and i and it was about like people who committed these crimes and how they broke out of prison, and then they would go on the run. And by the end of the episode, I would find myself rooting for them. And I'm like, (laughs) something is wrong with me. (laughs) Why am I rooting for this person? But I think when I got interviewed to do the Bird Show, you and I, because I still remember this, we had a bond over that. when Mm -hmm. uh, we Crime shows had come up, and I think KK looked at me and was like, He's going to be all right. (laughs) (laughs) I've had the first 48. Yes, we love those. You name it. Because, you know, I feel, and it can be, the the, the crime doc and, you know, now that that they have like crime con and all this stuff, Mm -hmm. and it it has taken on like a a life of its own. It's not just us. No, it is not just us. Like there is, that that genre has an audience for sure. And I know some people can look at that and be like, that's that's off-putting. That's weird. Why would you want to watch that? Like it's, it, it, it can take on a negative connotation. For sure. I get that. Um, But from my perspective, when I'm watching it, like, for me, it's not to bask in somebody's misfortune or downfall or trauma. It's when I watched the first 48 and seeing what the detectives went through and, like, 
getting getting their perspective of it. I really did. I, I found that fascinating. fascinating. It gave me a, a greater appreciation for the work they do. I mean, yes. my sister-in-law is a homicide detective now, mm. and I just I couldn't imagine what she sees on a daily basis and what she what she has to do on a daily basis. And then when it comes to like watching something like Dateline, when again somebody can be like that's so gratuitous of you know, and it's exploitation of this person's. Um, of this person's murder, if the families are involved, for me, this is a part of their healing. Like, they want to talk about this family member. They want to remember this family member. They want to make sure that this family member is remembered lovingly and fondly. And I I really do feel like that it's part of their healing process. Now, when it came to, like, the Jeffrey Dahmer series, yeah. I didn't watch that. You didn't watch that. I remember you telling me that. I was fascinated by that. And I, I didn't watch it because the families were so vehemently against it. And they're like, you're profiting off of our lost loved ones. That is so fair. So it's weird that it's like, for <laughs> this is so, so, not that I'm trying to compare people's murders to whether or not I eat meat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like... I eat meat, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't eat veal, and I don't eat lamb, right? Because it's baby meat. I watch crime docs and I watch murders. Yes, but only if the family's okay. It. Hey, do you eat that shit? Why are you looking like that? What veal? Yes. No, it's nasty. Okay, just making sure. No, it's not nasty. It's delicious, but I don't eat it. (laughs) I've never had it. So is lamb. But that's another thing. I used to eat it. You stopped. And I did. My family has a farm, and I held a lamb. And I shit you not, this was like one of my biggest blonde moments. (laughs) I never equated a lamb to being a baby sheep. I just thought like. I never did that either. So I thought there was a sheep. And there was a lamb. But no, a lamb is a baby sheep. So as I'm holding this baby lamb, I looked at my mom and I'm like, I can never. <laughs> okay, so that's, yeah. That but wait, sense. you can't eat the baby animals, right? Correct. But you can eat the parents. Yeah, I take yeah. your parents away from the babies. And they're orphans. Well, they lived. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they've lived a life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's going to raise the baby lamb? <laughs> Yeah. Someone else. Katie. <laughs> yeah, you. Katie. Okay. Yeah, you go out there. No. <laughs> what are you doing, Katie? Stop. <laughs> My husband's family. <laughs> <laughs> they raise cattle, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's that's the bread and that's butter. It. I'm gonna eat I'm gonna continue to eat some meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Katie, you stopped with meat. You got meat out of here. When? Don't make me say it. Don't make oh. me finish the joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you to judge? Damn, how slow are we on that? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Welcome. I just ate a wing. Let me try this again. About? Welcome to Animal Movie. <laughs> She's a pescatarian. Yes, though. absolutely. Okay. okay. Stay tuned for another episode of In the Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.